back to Cool Games Inc. It's a video game design podcast from Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McRoy. I'm Nick Robinson. Mm, love is in the air and hearts are in the air because it's Valentine's Day. Kind of. A little bit. And sure. It's a special episode uh, called Cool Games Inc. Colon Love for the Gamers. Mm-hmm. And in this one, Nick, I'd like to sort of do a top 10 list of best love of games. The best love of games. So like in games when you play it and you either fall in love with the the two-dimensional people inside of it or like they're in love and you just like watch it and you feel mm-hmm. so romantic because there's i think about it there's not many like l- games like love actually that's just no. like all about people like kissing and falling in love with like fun accents mm-hmm. so you're talking about ranking the top 10 top 10 like people loves. you've fallen in like deep love with in uh in video games all right um so obviously right off the bat i think we should Mm. we should go ahead and eliminate the ones who are going to be on both of our lists so i think shy guy should probably shy guy's gone shy guy's gone Um, it's too obvious uh michelangelo from the nintendo entertainment system Mm -hmm. tmnt game is gone and pimple from battle toads you're off my fucking list pimple because you know what you did do you think the did you play uncharted 4 I did. Oh yeah, the bad guy in that. That was, guy. You loved. You loved. I him. loved him. I loved him. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he was only there yeah. for like a run time of maybe five or six minutes total. But when he was there, and this is this is actually not a joke anymore. He was very. There was something about him that I really liked. Something there that was really He's powerful. so hateable. Like there was a roguishness to him. This was, it started out silly, but now it's, <laughs> that guy was, I want to see more of that guy. I hope he's in the, the DLC. Uh, mm. Now, what about... Do, do I, you remember uh, ROB, Rob, the Nintendo Entertainment System robot? Yeah, that I do. you would play the one game with it. I think you, like, spun tops on no, his dumb fucking hands or something. I think of him mostly for his role in the Smash Brothers games, but you're talking about... He's in the about, Smash Brothers game, but there's you, a physical version of him that I did have a consensual sexual relationship with from 2010 to 2014. Oh, okay. So, because I remember when when I visited your house for the first time, you had like a sort of a a, a black safe that uh, was yes. when, when you showed me, you unlocked it and you said you can look but you can't touch, and you had some can't special because only I can touch. Yeah, and there was special NES cartridges in there that you said you had custom made to kind yeah. of, uh, shall we say, make Rob's arms sort of do a clinch and then maybe an do up and down stuff. motion. Yeah, it's mostly a clinch that he does. He can sort yeah. of bring his arms together and. Just pinch horribly. Pinch yeah. Hor- just horrible pinching. So that's number five. I forget where I am on the list, but I do love this robot very much sexually. Mm-hmm. And it, I, th- I think what's really fascinating about that whole that whole project, and I, if, yes. <laughs> if I remember right, this was a Ben Heck original. You got him to kind of... I got him to hack it for me. You got him to bit. hack it for you. And he has to really uh, to add some sort of pneumatic pinching mm-hmm. power. And just to kind of set the whole thing to your specifications, yeah. if you know what I mean. And then um, for me, number four is Mr. Domino from the hit puzzle game. No one can stop Mr. Domino. Yeah. Uh, love, I that think, little, love that I little think f- fucking sexy little guy. He is. He is hot and uh, sort of nimble, which I like. I think uh, Gongon from Super Monkey Ball 2. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm at real into Blood Rain. Me too. So, it's just sexy, so, like, sexy, sexy Blood sexy Rain. Sexy vampire. I the and Beetle I never from played Thumper. them. But I didn't play them at the commercials. I looked at them and I was like, ah, 
my heart. I'm in love with Blood Rain. I was mm-hmm. I told everybody around me. I read, uh, a, I read a paper in high school about how I loved Blood Rain. You in love with her, and the magazine ads were very sexy. I think Dodrio is an obvious. Uh, yeah, three as well. heads are better. Three heads, three heads are, better are better than, than one, one, bro. Yeah. Same for fucking uh, the the uh, Doug 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 Trio. That's what you just said, huh? No, I said Dodrio. No, it's a different one. Wow, they really put a couple of trio ones in there, huh? Yeah, in the they first were, like, batch, designing, too. Like, what if there's three of them? Like, <laughs> that all was, right. They had, they had 148 Magn- Pokemon, and they were like, okay, we need two more. Uh, Diglett, uh, what if there's three Mag- of them? Doduo, what if there's three of them? We got Magnemite. Uh, what's his evolution going to be? <laughs> can there be three of them? What if there's yeah, three of can- them? Sure. I guess you could just make it so there's three of them. And then number one... Of Drum course. roll. Doctor, doctor, doc, doc, uh, you gotta stop so I can say it. Doctor Brain Games. Doctor Brain, Doctor Kiwashima. Doctor Kiwashima from Brain Games. Um, did so you ever sad. see? So there's a brain, there's a brain age game that never came mm-hmm. out in America. The devil uh, one. Yeah, the one where he turns into a devil. <laughs> why That's didn't true, we get yeah. that was that did they think we couldn't it's handle too hot it? for tv too hot for tv just those basic sort of polygonized head shape people were very excited about that and then you put a little bit of naughty devil horns on them like it's just like oh the mind reels the mind reels i don't know what my brain age is but my boner age is one second because i just you just gave me one it's kind of he, he was kind of like there's a succubus vibe to it that i think was kind of understated but definitely present when you throw a couple of when you turn him kind of a demon red and you give him a yeah. little horns I'm confused by brain age because if memory serves, the older, the bigger the number was, the dumber you are. Like if you have an 85 year old brain, it's like you're an yeah, idiot. Right? But th- is the inverse of that is like you have a baby brain genius? Well, I don't was, think so, Doctor Brain Age. I think what was also kind of shitty about it was that like, like when Brain Age came out, it was like 2005, so I was 15, and I think the minimum age was 18, and so it just, the whole scale mm. was, like, busted if was, you were a child. It was pretty child. whack. I was, I was dumb as fuck when I was 18, but okay. Um, let's do Cool Games, Inc., and how do we do on The Lodge? Because I, honest to God, think if we could have made that fucking thing, we actually would be full-blown, like, notch wealthy but cool about it. Right. I Well, so part of the problem was things were going really good, and this is why we had to take a week off last week, is because... We had kind of put all of our eggs in the the lodge basket. Uh, unfortunately, uh, part of that was that we were pushing the game through Steam Greenlight. And as a lot of people know, that has been shut down. Uh, mm. And for some reason, that means that the game is... Go- I think, I honestly, between you and me, like I think Valve did that because there's a clause that means when they shut down Greenlight, any games that are trapped in that limbo become property of Gabe. And Oh, weird. So now they... They have the lodge. This that's their, that's the what lodge. Left 4 Dead Three is going to be. I reckon. Um, or they could just make Left 4 Dead Three. I wouldn't complain either way. But fuck, I want to play the lodge. Um, no, I do apologize that we didn't have an episode last week. Got fucking completely underwater with the the my beautiful baby boy in the TV show. We premiered. Hold, the sorry, your baby TV boy show. got completely underwater. No, we no that they advise that you don't do that. You're not they don't supposed know. to. Like you put a baby underwater. Like now I'm an adult. I get put underwater. It's like better stop breathing for a bit. Yeah, not a baby. Babies don't. Like, hey. I think what's confusing is that if you've seen the the cover of that that Nirvana album, the Nirvana. I yeah, think no, you, absolutely. A lot of not. people mistake that as a baby tutorial because he looks happy. No. He looks happy, but he's under there, and he's just like, mm, what thick air?" And he tries to breathe <laughs> right. it. And it's like, "No, dumb, dumb, stupid baby." Um, 
hey, let's talk about some of these dank nugs that we've got. Thank you to people who dropped it in the, the Cool Games Inc. Uh, Reddit. Yeah. And a lot of people still send us suggestions on Twitter. I promise you, we just don't look at them there. We get too many there to like sort <laughs> I, out. I was actually thinking Reddit about threads. that today. I was just like, I can't believe we ever didn't do it this way because it this was is just the best way to do this it. This is so, so much nicer. Yeah, I've saved a few uh, that really jumped out at me um, um, from the give me- past couple weeks. You want one? Well, let's start with the top one from this week. Okay. Um, from Minty Squid, who says, A horror game, but instead of having a flashlight with limited batteries, you have an air horn with a limited supply of air. Now, um, I don't know if we're talking about uh, the like a devil's tuning fork situation where you have to like make noise to actually like see around you. Um, which God, I can't believe I pulled Devil's Tuning Fork. Yeah, I'm very shit, excited dude. about that. Um, but you like blast it, and then you like the sound waves let you see things. Or I think it's maybe the Slenderman comes, hmm. and you're like, no, 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 and the Slenderman goes away. It is. It does. That does make intuitive sense to me, though. That like, if if the monster from Amnesia is coming around a corner, like the the frustrating thing about Amnesia is that it's like it, it's, it's hide got, and seek. And, and, but when the he Amnesia finds monster. The amnesia monster is called the Bye Bye Man. Oh yeah, when the Bye Bye Man comes to get you, you 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 kind of have no recourse, right? Like you gotta hide and hope he doesn't get you. But if he does, it would be nice if I had in my back pocket two or three like honks. Mm. That, but that's it. It's it's just two or three honks. It's a finite resource, yeah. And then you have to find do, like you have to overturn garbage cans to find new air cans. New air cans. So you're in a you're in an air horn factory. Mm. Um, I, I, <laughs> there's something really pleasant to me. Just, I love the the imagery of that nasty mouth monster from Amnesia coming for you, and then you honk the at him. The bye bye man. The bye bye man. Sorry. And he, he, when he comes for you, I love the idea that you honk at him, and he just kind of runs away, squirt, like really frightened. <laughs> like, um, or or not. What if he's laughing? What if he runs away laughing? And that's like a f- new fun way of doing it. Okay. What if you could fucking Resident Evil style find upgrades and now you have a double barreled air horn that did it in harmony? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that could be a fun yeah. sound. That could be cool, but there's very limited ammo for the double barrel air horn. Uh, Trilobite uh, on Reddit says the name of this game should be Resonant Evil. Oh, fuck. That's really good. That's good material. That's really good shit. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little horror gamed out though. Yeah, yeah. I loved Resident Evil Seven, but I like it's the last game. I, I love the idea that, that this person submitted, but I think this might be a better fit in an existing horror franchise. Might be something that needs gussying up. Maybe Silent Hill Seven or whatever the fuck they're on could incorporate mm. this. Um, Just release what you had of Silent Hills. And, like, let us finish it. Right. I don't think, like, let me get my hands on that Cyber Redis, because I cannot wait for uh, the fucking Oil Baby game. What the fuck is it? What Death is Stranding. It? You can fucking remember Devil's Tuning Fork and not Death Stranding. I can't remember Death Stranding. I, well, I, I can't believe we haven't talked about Death Stranding every episode of this podcast yeah. since it was announced, and we'll continue to talk about it um, throughout the fullness of time, because... Um, some stuff coming out about that one. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's gonna be like a like a Zenimax style Oculus versus like Zenimax court case where Konami oh, for... comes after Kojima saying that he ripped the Norman Reedus model in Death Stranding from the from the ending of PT? <laughs> and, and Norman Reedus will just be like, Nah, man, it's just me. That's just what nah, I look man, like. It's just my skin and face. Konami, That's like, who I am. Konami's going to bring into evidence the fact that Kojima, on his last day, were Googled how to put Norman on a hard drive and take it with me. It's just like, 
it's regardless of what you think of Hideo Kojima or his games or whatever, it's the most ball and shit that it's like, excuse me, Kojima-san, what are you working on? And his answer to that question is Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> uh, today I'm working on Mads Mikkelsen and just like chilling. Yeah. Who's that in your game? It is Benicio, not Benicio Del Toro. Guillermo, Guillermo Del, Toro. Del Toro. It's Guillermo Del Toro. He's just in it. Why? Yes. I want Did that. you see my Mads? I did see your Mads, yes. What I think is really tight about this is that, like, this is a this is Hideo Kojima's second game franchise, basically, right? <laughs> like, he did one thing. I guess yeah. Police Knots or whatever. But, like, we've seen the arc of what Metal Gear started as and what it became. And now we know well enough to know that that dude, I love him to death, is making this shit up as he goes. And so watching Death Stranding unfold, like, here's the first game. Here's the first Death Stranding thing. It's really fun to watch it knowing that Homie is just fully Ouija board, like, fucking yeah. making the, Like, it's- that trailer, that it, you cannot tell me that when he put that trailer together, he was like, yes, I know everything that this represents and all of this makes sense and it all ties together. Doing, like, the most expensive yeah. improv we've ever seen. And But also, like... You talk to anybody, any visionary game creator, and like, n- no judgment on on legendary game creators or whatever, but it's like, oh, what's what's important for us in Bioshock Infinite is player choice, environmental storytelling, all of the key pillars of, and it's like, what's imp- what are you, what's your thing, what's your like key pillars, and and Kojima's like. I think just hanging out with Mads Mikkelsen yeah, for a while. Yeah, one of my main pillars is I liked Hannibal a lot, and I'm I also Hannibal putting I, the director. I saw, yeah, <laughs> I saw him and I was Guillermo like, Toro in my movie. I saw him and I was like, I sure do like his work. I'd love to become best friends with him and post pictures of me eating food with him on Twitter all the all the damn time. It's such a good life hack. So though. fucking good. Um, do you have any dank nugs? I do. Um, here is one. Uh, from lieutenant underscore who says a first person shooter where you're given normal unmodified weapons but also various pieces of equipment like scopes knives grenades and you can stick them together any way you want oh my god so it's like so a you could real, have a scope knife a scope knife yeah you could have a very you could just, i'm just imagining a fully robust banjo kazooie nuts and bolts <laughs> system of sticking these things a grenade with a scope on it for example it'd be a very yeah. fun weapon you could <laughs> let me just let me just put this let me line up my line shot up. oh Ooh, my face is gone got a headshot on that destroyed. grenade um, you could do like instead of where the scope goes on the rifle, you just put a knife up there for some fucking reason. Mm. And somebody comes up and they're like, I'm going to steal your gun. Oh, God, I've cut myself. To be Wasn't clear, this is not a bayonet there. on the end of the gun. This is a knife pointing no, 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 up no, 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 on no. top of your pointing gun. Pointing up on top of it. Yes. I like that. Maybe instead of a trigger, there's just a small knife down there. Time to shoot. Oh, no, I've cut myself. I like this is a kind statement. Of a, kind of a oh, Banksy a vibe about- to that one, yeah. which I <laughs> really enjoy. Um, is there a, now could we get, how granular can we get? Could we have a grenade that shoots, that explodes into knives or a gun that shoots small grenades? Yeah, I think we can get very fucking RPG maker about it. Yes, Mm. absolutely. What about a knife Um, where it's, (laughs) the handle is a grenade? (laughs) You're you're really on a grenade. uh, I really like, well, I just think that grenades, like every, we've seen over the course of video games, like thousands of different types of guns and so many different knives the grenade has gone largely unexamined and i think that's a mistake because grenades are a very silly and funny weapon yeah maybe a scope that when you look inside it's just like a little glass canister full of small knives i like that or what about a grenade that it blows up and 50 scopes (laughs) (laughs) 
but it does no damage. No, it doesn't hurt you. But what, it's more that's more for like if you're in a support class, you throw it on the ground and all your allies on your team have scopes for their guns now. <laughs> this is fun. This is a yeah. cool idea. I don't see why not. Um, what about a knife that's just two handles but no blade? Oh, I love that. So you put you you bring that up. You're charging into the enemy line, mm-hmm. the front lines. You stick that out. Your enemy they grab the other handle and then you shake hands and it's sort of a fun pacifist. The war is over. Thing. Yeah, or you shoot a person and they just turn into one big scope. Oh, instead of dying, they turn into one big one, rifle scope. One. So you can like change the 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 damage effects. And there's like blunt piercing scopes where if you get it to 100 percent, they turn into a scope do you think we have room in this universe for like like a <laughs> like a knife with a silencer on it yeah i think we absolutely do like a grenade with but a silencer you on you, it. where would it go this is like a how would a dog wear pants situation where would the silencer on the knife yeah would it be on the tip because then you can't stab anything anymore. yeah and then it's not really a very good knife anymore but it is very quiet which is it's very it's a quiet knife yeah i don't know what you want me to say i mean i guess knives are already quiet what about it what about a silent scope i guess that's already a that's a thing, that's a thing it. isn't it um here's one i'm very enthusiastic about actually let's do this one because it's very i'm also enthusiastic about this one but it's a good like um uh side side quest to this one we just talked about mm-hmm. and it's from uh ca3080 who says an online fps where every time you raise your voice your gun jams that's awesome I would play again. This could be just like a mode in the next Call of Duty game where you're fucking. I guess I don't even know. You're like a cyborg wall running to like stab somebody in the data jack or some shit. Like, what happened? Um, but then like you're like, got you and uh, epithet. And then like all of a sudden you go to shoot the, their buddy and it's like, ka-chink, ka-chink. you can't do it. Oh, I like that. So it's so it's kind of pairing the gun jamming mechanics of like, say, a Far Cry 2. Mm-hmm. With kind of a a voice detection, hey you Pikachu, but for like yeah. racial slurs, but like for like parents who don't want their kids to turn out to be shit heads, mm-hmm. or just like friends who don't want their friends to turn into shit. Hey, I'm worried about sort of the the discourse that you bring to my destiny raids. Right. So I've put this thing on you where you're like, got you Oryx, you racial slur, and it's like, uh oh, you can't reload. Because you're a fucking asshole. First of all, I compliment Sandwich. Like, I'm impressed that you came up with a racial slur for the space race that Oryx is. That's yeah. it's almost impressive that you were able. It's to, almost yeah. But also, don't do that. But also, he's just um, pretty pretty creative. Uh, <laughs> Vanguard twelve nineteen commented on this suggestion and said every match of Overwatch played over Xbox Live would end in a draw. <laughs> <laughs> this is a complete complete standstill. Nobody can move. Yeah. Um, I like this idea. Is is this technically edutainment? I think it's like moral edutainment, mm-hmm. which is an interesting sort of like Mario teaches decency. <laughs> it's a that's that's a solid idea. Yeah, I, I, I Type it, the, type it, typing of the sensitive. I a thing that I have always really loved and respected is like the when a game developer goes out of their way to kind of fuck with assholes do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when when every person who is like shitty or gets reported in league of legends is all grouped onto their own hell server full of other assholes or like like stuff like that when when game developers go out of their way to like not only prevent shitty people from like like the ultimate punishment i think is if someone's being shitty to other players in a multiplayer game make them only play with other shitty people it's like so it's such an elegant fix i like i mean i like that idea but i also worry that like 
they will sharpen against one another oh, like a fucking whetstone. Right. And then like the next game that comes out, I, I will pick it up and be like, wow, everyone's gotten even worse. One time when I was like like eight or nine, I uh, was playing Yahoo like checkers. And uh, the guy I was playing against told me to go suck a dog's dick. Uh, and then a kid was being mean to me on the bus a couple days later. I told him to go suck a dog's dick and I got in trouble. Go for you. Yeah, sure. The bus driver was, was she, she in, she was very understanding because she knew I had no idea what the fuck I was saying. (laughs) So she kind of gave me a pass. I I can, so I can kind of see why this might be a problem. Um, I have one here. Uh, and it's from Dr. Professor Doctor, who says, You are a kid on the magic school bus and must survive a randomly generated field trip. Optional, online multiplayer where one player is Mrs. Frizz, uh, Miss Frizz, and must keep the children players safe and teach them a lesson. I don't know about that. I like it. I, I kind of like an asymmetrical Frizz v. Students. I watched an episode. This is uh, my niece Charlie's favorite show right now. Mm-hmm. And last time I was in Huntington, watched an episode with her in which um, all the kids turned into bats, which is fucked up. <laughs> um, and Are they like a castle? I think I remember that one. They were at a castle, yes. And all of their parents came with them on this field trip. And the kids were all fucking convinced that Miss Frizz was a vampire Mm -hmm. who was going to kill and eat all their parents and so it was a race against time to get to this castle to confront and stop their beloved science teacher before she murdered and ate their parents and it was like hey kids how do you not trust the frizz at this point to not kill and eat your parents she's taking you on trips to like fucking space and inside the human body and like she's basically like this omnipotent, powerful he, magician who could she could kill any one of those kids she if she could wanted kill anyone to. she wanted whenever she wanted, but she doesn't because she's a good teacher. But for some reason in this episode it's like, now we gotta stop her before she kills and eats our parents. It was a very it was a very Real, confusing yeah, demonstrating uh, a lack of trust that I don't I think is unearned. the closest to, to dying any of the kids ever got, I think, was that one episode where our like uh, the the fucking who's the little nerdy one? He takes off his helmet on like. Uh, uh oh, you mean on this show where all these kids are enthusiastic about their bus trip science adventures? Uh, that would be all of them. You know, but you know the little glasses, the cheesy wheezes with the green olive chaser. That kid, he like <laughs> takes off his fucking helmet, and his whole head turns into like an ice cube shaped like his head, but with glasses. Yeah, I that's that, that was pretty traumatizing that was scared, to me. That scared me a lot. It is Arnold. I was thinking Arnold, and I. He's a, but it's it's. It's like it would be like if on Mr. Wizard, the kids were like, "We have to stop Mr. Wizard because I think he's building a dirty bomb to deploy in Manhattan." Mm. And it's like, "Nah, Mr. Wizard's probably not going to do that. He's probably just going to teach you how to make like a a potato clock or some shit." I that yeah, I I don't think that 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 Miss Frizzle has done anything has done other anything than but their it, trust. It, but in this game. It would be. I think it would be. It would be very much like a Friday the 13th asymmetric multiplayer game. So she is where, trying to kill the kids in this scenario, you're saying? Well, no, I don't think kill, but just endanger them. Okay. I mean, so I, I think part of, I, I think if Miss Frizzle were here right now, what she would say is the reason that her field trips are so dangerous is that it, it keeps the kids on their toes and it, it, it engenders them toward learning things 
firsthand and it keeps them keeps them excited right like she's doing those field trips because if she made them fucking if she wheeled out an overhead projector and made them look at slides they wouldn't learn shit so i think you kind of want to ride that line of like danger like you want the kids to be in danger but never hurt right right that's you just want it to be exciting because that's what makes them pay attention to all the fucking science lessons exactly uh how would this work structurally so it's like oh it wouldn't it would yeah i'm i i don't i love the idea but i i don't know i mean we just i think just fiscally speaking looking at what happened with evolve i i don't think we want to yeah, go down should, to asymmetrical maybe we should move move on um here's one from pet kitties uh that i think is like super 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 good uh it's a WarioWare game but it's built on the contents of your steam library fucking shit dude okay so well essentially it just is a rote it rotates through six random seconds it would be a really kind of a complex like coding challenge but your pc is constantly booting and then closing random games from your steam library and like pulling in six seconds of gameplay yeah so like um fucking you turn it on you're in a quake live match and then like after you you get a headshot you're solving a puzzle in steven's sausage roll right and then it's like yeah super hot are you looking at your steam account i, right? I really I am. am like yeah so for me it's like you would play six seconds of uh nosgoth beta and you'd be like i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember how to play nosgoth beta oh it's gone it's gone it's gone oh yeah close call close call but now i'm playing uh, a final approach a vr game i downloaded but never installed right yeah i guess my, well, I, my i obviously don't know how to do that my fantasy was that it was going to be like you know down well and then pac-man championship edition and that in reality it would no probably dog. be like three early access games that, that i redeemed a code for and forgot about and like some yeah like episode three of a telltale game like might not might not always work um yeah for me it would be just a lot of vr uh, games that I played for four minutes and then didn't like in mind VR, an edgy game about the human brain and diseases in it. Yeah, that might not be so fun. I don't know that that would. I don't know. It has many legs. What would? Um, how would you fix this though? How would you? Because there's something here, right? Um, I think so. I mean, there's that. Um, there's that dope fucking game. I think the Foddy, Bennett Foddy one. Yeah, yeah. That's like a that is this, but for like classic. Uh, like NES, SNES, Genesis era uh, multiplayer yeah. games. Is that out? Is that out? No, I was always confused at whether no. that was like. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like the type of thing that was going to get released, it, right? Because it's, it's like extremely illegal. I think so. Yeah, no, I, I think I, so too. It, but it's fucking so such hot. a good like, idea. I want to play it so bad. Specifically, it's uh, like it's, arcade and 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 that era like local multiplayer two player games. Like it's very focused on on one on one things where somebody has to get to like the end of a like. You each have one life, or you're playing tennis, and like, who, yeah, that's that's already basically this idea. Um, I'm into it. I'm trying to find the name of it. It's called like, oh god, multi multi bowl, multi bowl. Um, yeah, it's not it's not out yet, but fuck, I want it, man. I love Foddy's games. Um, I have uh, I have one. Oh no, I don't have one because I, I navigated away from the dank nugs. Uh-oh. Shit, birds. <laughs> Uh, lock up your sister suggests bop it and nobody explodes. Eh. I'm imagining like a. I mean, we we at, at the last Valve Dev Days didn't they show off these little like things that let you just stick it onto the end of any real world object and then you can use it to make that object in VR. Like, I kind of like a a bop it. How is this gonna work? You're holding a bop it extreme, but you're also wearing a VR headset. And so your Good, friends like when I'm hold when I'm wearing a VR headset, I forget how to use like a fucking like 
SNES controller. Yeah. I'm like, which one's the R button? Like, it, I lose all spatial awareness. So what I definitely want is a fucking Bop It Extreme. Well, what I'm, what I'm proposing is that in VR, you can see the Bop It Extreme. Cause, okay. Because we okay, have the okay. technology for that. And then, how is this? I'm trying to, like, I guess your friends are in the room with you. And the game is throwing up obstacles to you. Maybe uh, for one level, the lights go out. Maybe for another level, your left and right eyes are switched. That would kill you probably, but maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. we set that one aside. Or like the bop it is like, I don't know. I just, I love the, what's so cool about Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes is that like there's information hidden from the person who's in VR. I think there's a way to incorporate the, the bop it brand, uh, mm. which I'm very fond of, into a, a, a mixed reality VR situation. I don't give a fuck about the Boppet brand. Well, fuck you. What the? I don't, why? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Because I'm not going to see any of that fucking money. I'm not going to work to like repair the the Boppet brand after the things that they said and did. Listen, if you played Game Dev Story, I think you know the realities of game development are that like 80 percent of the time you're just you're doing a licensed game that you're being contracted <laughs> on. Yeah, sure. Cool Games Inc. Um, in like 50 episodes, we have not we have it, not really done that. No, not yet, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, listen, if we don't have to, because this these uh, this is all make believe funsy fun. Excuse I'm me. Not gonna, I'm. It's all make believe funsy fun. What is VR? I forget. It's not important. I have a thing here. Can I do it? It's from what do you um, Zatomikaz, who says three players control three animals trying to pass themselves off as one human. This might be it. Dude. This is good shit. It's a class-based, class-based, asymmetrical fucking... I hate to keep tapping in this well, but it's a good fucking well. Spy party game mm-hmm. where one player is like fucking looking at a scene from far away. And maybe the people are moving around all floppy and shitty like um, Gang Beast style. And then, but then one of the people is just like a very realistic skin suit, but there's like a fox in there, and there's like a rabbit in there, but the rabbit doesn't want to get eaten by the fox. And oh. there's like a goat, and there's a goat in there, and each one has special skills. Like the fox, I think, can talk and be very convincing. He's crafty. With his speech, yeah. But the goat can climb up steep walls. It can eat which any would, anything. They could eat anything, and they could climb up steep mountain walls, which would actually look pretty busted if you saw like a, a like a woman like walking up the side of a movie theater. You'd be like, "Oh, there's a goat!" Right. Bang! You got to kind of stealth it. I don't know what the rabbit would do, but maybe just like speed modifier. Maybe so. There's obviously a full arsenal of animals, and you can pick different team loadouts. Yeah, this is good. This is hmm hmm hmm. My whistle has been wet. Um, what happens when the uh, when the 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 sniper player maybe it's not a sniper, um, maybe it's like a dog catcher or something finds the person because oh. I don't want them to shoot. I don't want them to shoot the animals, but I do like the image of a skin suit, fucking uh, men in black style, just sort of splitting and falling apart, and then a fox, a rabbit, and a goat run out of it. Right. Well, I guess because hmm. I my brain was kind of going in the direction of like you. I'm thinking about this from the, the the animal player perspective of like they're trying to accomplish something, right? Like they're trying to get into like a retail store, purchase a bunch of animal feed and get out without anyone knowing, right? Uh, yeah. So maybe instead of like a sniper watching through a window, because that is very directly aping the spy party brand, I, I think there's a – maybe there's a component of like uh, you – you're – the the other player is in – I do like dog napping. Dog, dog, yeah, dog catcher. Wait, you just said you like dog napping? <laughs> uh, is that what you get up to in San Francisco? You caught me. I'm out here roaming the mean streets, 
I got a full supply Cru- of Cruella Nick DeVille yeah. over here. <laughs> snapping puppies. I'm holding them for ransom out here. It's it's wild. Um, I like dog catching. Mm. Dog catchers. You said you didn't want to step on the spy party brand, and maybe this would be like an ancillary benefit of this game is if we start making it, um, then Hacker would... Um, See, light a fire under his butt a little bit. Yeah, light his fire under his butt. Although now I'm thinking about it, and that didn't really work with the fucking all the Assassin's Creed games that definitely yoinked this idea. So maybe he's unaffected. And conversely, just make a game. Maybe we make a game called Fucking Guy Party, and we take an old alpha build that was sent out to like like a few. Yeah, can you still log into your joystick email and like see if there's a grab that and just fucking sell it on well not Steam Greenlight but just like Steam proper and be like better hurry. I'm going to flip the switch in like two months. So just finish it so I can play it, please. Because if not, I'm going to release Guy Party and I'm going to chomp your flavor. It's it. Yeah. I mean, well, conversely, though, I think there's also the possibility that like we're not game developers. Maybe there's something about this type of game that as soon as you try to develop, but it just traps you in like a, a 10 year development hole. Like we we don't know. Maybe it's maybe there's a reason that it's taken so long. It's and we're going to find out. A development hole or hell or if you mispronounced it or what, it's not the right word because the game is getting better. Every time I play Spy Party, it's better and more fun and more polished. And like eight and beautiful art passes on it that make it look and gorgeous. It's, it's gonna be fucking dope as fuck when it comes out. It's just like, come on, I'm almost thirty. I'm, he, I was like, I was like fourteen when you started on this thing. <laughs> yeah, shit. I man, I once had a uh, an Alan Wake shirt that uh, was like from E3. I, when, I, when I was like 13 or 14, I would just like eBay uh, sh- like promotional shirts from E3 and wear them. That was what my life was like. And I remember at one point I had an Alan Wake t-shirt that got a hole in it so big that I had to throw it out from like five years of wearing it and the game still hadn't come out. And I think Spy Party is well past that level of like, <laughs> this is taking some time. Nick, do you have any other dank notes? Sorry, I have the baby monitor right next to me because <laughs> Henry's taking a nap, and it's like, um, it's it's difficult to do a podcast while also looking at these blinking blue lights and hope that it never hits five blinking blue lights. What? Sorry, explain the mechanics of this baby monitor to me. Sure, it's kind of like a stealth game mechanic, like you know how like in uh, Splinter Cell, it's like got the little dot, and if it's black, that means you're in shadow. Yeah, okay, Skyrim's got white. that eyeball that kind of opens exactly and closes. Like that, where if if there's zero blue lights, the baby is asleep, and you can't you're able to feel joy. Mm. But if it's five blue lights, the joy is gone. And then, and then you have to stop doing the podcast, and then you have to find another free 30 minutes <laughs> during your Friday afternoon right. to try to shit the podcast out so that you don't miss two I weeks think in a row. the saying is, uh, blue lights, there's one, Griffin has mm. fun, blue lights, there's five. Yeah. Where if they start blinking too much, I'm just going to fucking like kind of fade out of the podcast a little bit, kind of like that scene in Andromeda Strain where the red flashing light keeps the doctor scientist from making the big breakthrough. Hmm. Well, I'll that say was... I'll say this. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had a guest on. I'm I'm mm. not totally opposed to a cameo if he's Oh up no, for yeah, it. I'd love to get the boy on. And don't get me wrong, I love hanging out with the boy. But not when I think people would actually be very angry if we don't put out a podcast two weeks in a row. Right. <laughs> um, so, so right now I got my fingers crossed that the Sandman does his job and my boy keeps chilling with little Nemo down in Slumberland. Do you want to rapid fire then? Get this get this show moving yeah let's bang them out all right dingo hunting says uh like a japanese arcade rhythm game but you use the steel battalion controller 
Um, that's just that you've just described a Japanese game, like a Japanese arcade game. That's like well, you've just described like one of those touch mania games that has like 15 million fucking ah, buttons. Come on. B mania has like five buttons. Pop and music has nine buttons. The steel battalion controller, if for people who aren't familiar, is like three like pedals and then three separate controllers, which has like two joysticks. 15 buttons and eject button that you have to like flip a plastic thing up and hit it. Yeah, it's got like a fucking windshield wiper. It's got like all kinds of shit. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at I actually haven't looked at a Seal Battalion controller in a minute. Um yeah. they're pretty rowdy and a lot of these would lend themselves quite well to a to a rhythm game. I played a round of it that they had set up at, uh, in like the PAX uh, free play room mm-hmm. and I was like so psyched to do it and then of course it went I think the way that it goes for everybody which is I sat down and didn't know how to make the dang robot go because there's <laughs> a trillion buttons. It well, was, you- But it was very realistic in that sense. Mm-hmm. If you drop me in a fucking Gundam I'd be like I don't know man. I don't know what any of these shits do. I um, just don't know what the shits do. I'd love for someone to make this. So if anyone is listening and interested in making a, I guess it would have to be a rhythm game where there's like, you know how in DDR there's like four sort of columns of arrows moving up, like the up, down, left, and right. This one would have to have like 90 columns for mm. every conceivable button. Um, like you do like a fun, like beat mania scratch mechanic with this big knob in the middle that I think is a windshield wiper. This seems, I, that, I would play this game. I don't know that anybody else would. No, I mean, you may as well just said like this, the Nick Robinson like fetish experience. I have a thing here and it's, uh, from VG, VG cello music. Thank you, VG Cello Music, who says, Be the bigger man, an action RPG with a standard morality system, but making good morality choices makes you physically increase in size. Oh, I love this. So, like, Fable was the the first game to kind of do the, like, you get little devil horns if you're evil, right? And yeah, then, if you like, eat, like, a bunch of fucking raw living baby chicks. Yeah, they don't like that. And then, they don't. And then Mass Effect 2, your face would get, like, cracks in it and show your, like... That was stupid. That was like, really... I really like the Mass Effect games, but, like... And Fable can pull that off because whatever, it's all it's fucking a joke like game. Yeah. it's all one big like Monty Python fart. But fucking Mass Effect, like there was no was, medical do, reason. They like do I sa- yeah, save these aliens or kill these aliens. I think I'll kill the aliens. Okay, but now my face is all fucking hot topic out. Why is that? Why? why what that medical reason is there for that? It's alien nanomachines who are attracted to negative energy. Uh, no, fucking stop. Shut up. Stop it. It's like a- I'm turning. Bl- I, I hugged a man and now I'm blue. Why does that nano machine? Nah, not nano machines. I love that they like in their their relatively grounded and fleshed out sci fi universe. They incorporated like a Shell Silverstein, like ugly people are evil and pretty people are nice, like yeah thing or uh, inverse or whatever. Um, but this would be you take the fucking renegade option and then you get really little. You take the paragon option and all of a sudden I'm too big for the oh, fucking Normandy. Oh, I love that. And then like you could almost get on some like you know how in I think like the mid tier New Super Mario Bros games there's sometimes like tiny there's like get the tiny mushroom and it'll shrink you real oh, tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining there are whole areas of this game that you can only get to when you're tiny you're and evil really and shriveled little. enough. That's good. And I'm kind of all, th- I'm just kind of only thinking about it in a Mass Effect sense because me to too. me, there's nothing funnier than a very serious space opera where your, where your shepherd is very big or very little. I, you made a whole YouTube video kind of under, about oh, that. Dang, premise. that's right. I did, didn't I? Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm excited for Mass Effect Andromeda because I feel like it was one of those games where I was like, well, this is just going to come out in 20XX. Like there's some games in my mind that are so far away that I just think of them being released as 
20XX. I think Breath of the Wild is like that. Hey, dog, that comes out in two weeks. Two which weeks is pretty, from today, which is nuts. I can't believe it. Um, And so, like, I don't know anything about Mass Effect Andromeda. I haven't watched any of this shit because I didn't think I'd need to pay attention to that game for a long time. But now that game's also coming out very, very soon. Yeah, I saw photos that people were posting on Twitter of them, like, at a preview event for it, like, playing the actual game. And it's just like, oh, yeah. shit, it's done? I, f- I feel the same way about Horizon Zero Dawn. It's like, that was one of those games. I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, one of those fucking Last Guardian Sony exclusive cases where it's just like, this one's going to come out in, in fucking 30xx no it's here yeah it's here it's, I, I feel like certain games it like takes a minute to transition from them being like i think no man's sky it took me a long time to like comprehend the fact that that game was for real happening because it was just this big question mark floating and like we're about to get three of those in like the same month basically it's bonkers I, anyways man, 2017 these games it's fucking starting out so good have you played neo yet i know no. i don't want to talk about video games for too long but neo's hot as fuck okay so more ideas Sure. Uh, I got this, this one's from Tactful Ogre, who says, like Brutal Legend, except it's about J-pop, Jack Black is still the protagonist. Okay, so Brutal... Mm, oh, man, that's awesome. Because Brutal Legend's entire aesthetic, top to bottom, is built around everything needs to look like a heavy metal album cover. So I'm right. imagining, like, some full-on fucking... We could have different realms on some Kingdom Hearts shit. There's, like, a Kiari Pamu Pamu one where there's just eyeballs and pieces of bread Ooh, and hot dogs. yes, yes, and yes, And then there's, yes, like, yes, a, there's yes, like, a classy sci-fi black the, and dog, teal. I would play just a fucking... That, the fucking Kiari Pamu Pamu Pom 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 music video. Like, I would play a game that is just that if just like whack big purple uh, adult baby heads like flying through the air and like yeah i uh, can't think of a great i mean like that game that video is 99 percent cgi anyway if they still have those assets lying around just let me pay five dollars to like sit in that in vr and i'll be happy like that yeah, could be the that game would be dope um what do, what do you think of creepy eyes suggestion christmas eve online <laughs> is there any any there there <laughs> No, there's a lot there. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, I've talked a lot about how, like, I think there should be more holiday games. Um, I don't know if an online experience would be sort of cool for that. Although, I haven't, I haven't fucked with an MMO in a real long time, and I've been playing World of Warcraft for this Peacecraft series, mm-hmm. and it, it's so... It's, like, one thing that I think MMOs do that's really, really fucking cool is, like, I would just turn on the game after playing it for a couple weeks, and then my third week of playing it, everything was different because it's Valentine's Day. And so there's an actual, like, real celebration of a holiday going on on a worldwide scale. And that's so fucking cool, and it's something that, like, non-MMOs don't do. So, like, I don't know, I like, can you only play it on Christmas Eve, or is it just sort of, like, Eve Online, but instead of spaceships, it is uh, dog sleds in the North Pole? You're so, so the question is, is it a, is it a recent... Griffin, you have a real particular enjoyment of a game that acknowledges the holiday that it is between animal crossing and mmos like that seems to really tickle your fancy um yeah i don't see what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that it's perfectly normal it's good to know what you like i i guess i'm imagining a a game that is uh like you're you've kind of you're in charge let's think about this eve online a lot of it not to be too reductive, but a lot of it comes down to math and spreadsheets and economics, right? So I think this game would be about the economics See, of Christmas think, Eve. Uh, yes, yes. Oh my God, some Arthur Christmas shit. I don't know if you've seen that flick, but it's all about the logistics of Christmas presented 
in Ardman's classic, uh, charming British cartoon style. Mm. Um, I think that would be sick. Maybe there's multiple Santa Claus operations and you get to choose how you do it. This might be it, dog. I mean, I'm literally ripping off the whole idea for the movie Arthur Christmas, the classic Ardman, uh, British comedy, uh, cartoon production. But I'm, I'm guessing, good. I'm guessing in this situation though, there are multiple Santas that are kind of the equivalent of the different corporations in Eve, like the different corps yes. the players sign up for. So, so in this, let me describe the plot of this cartoon kids movie very quickly and okay. then we'll move on because I think it's actually a decent starting ground is that it's it's like multiple generations of santa claus who are all still like kind of battling for the title mm. and arthur's just like a goofball right but then there's grandpa claus who's like fucking old school like timber sleigh and like he's old and you know hateful sexist um but then there's like current day santa claus and he's just like sort of the chunky fun a uh, coca-cola santa claus but then there's cool young santa claus there's like a spaceship and all this cool technology right. so i think you have different ways of doing it where it's like you can use Santa magic or you do, maybe you do run a fucking like ho-ho conglomerate. Mm-hmm. You could go very analog with with your sleigh riding and just be a traditionalist who drops off the presents one at a time. Or you could go real techie with it. And I'm imagining like just like in EVE Online, there are, there are sort of like borders where one – santa corpse reign ends and another one's begins and there's like this kind of there's sort of this war of attrition of like oh my god they're like 50 santas just showed up in our territory yeah. at 11 p.m and they're trying to like take over this neighborhood that has a ton of kids in it and it doesn't even have to be like it doesn't even we can work it into the fiction it doesn't have to be like everybody is the same santa claus we can work it into the fiction like this is how the presents get delivered is there's millions of different santa clauses who are <laughs> delivering to very specific areas and so like yeah maybe you are assigned maybe you're tokyo santa claus uh well you're one of tokyo santa clauses right you're like you're probably one of like 400 shibuya santa clauses um but then somebody steps into your turf pops into the house that you were supposed to check on and be like sorry this is my turf now and that affects the santa claus rankings at the end of the christmas round now is so you- in that situation let's say a santa does step on your turf is there a pvp component no, I just think you got to be like there and doing your shit first cuz if somebody like it's if somebody like claims your territory you can't get under there and what throw their presence in the trash grinch maybe that's actually yeah, that actually sounds great but I, I guess what you're saying you're, you're more interested in a situation where like oh my god they they showed up 3 hours early and are trying to take the middle of our territory we got to scramble some sleighs to get yeah. out there and start deploying presence asap maybe there's only room for like 400 santa clauses to be active duty but so you try to steal their territory as an unactive unranked santa claus to try to bump them off the list prove your worth would be like well i don't know i love uh, that fucking so- whitebeard 420 fucking like did a better job at normandy than you did so now it's his stuff now do you okay i i like that i also like the idea that there are these sort of rogue santas who have not aligned with a corporation and are just mm-hmm. complete freelance fucking out there doing dirt yeah this could yeah and they they have their own like incognito ways and maybe they just want to ter- try to take like a street they want to do a street dirty real quick fucking wet bandits it before it well they're not stealing but they want to sneak in there and they're stealing your territory and if they just take one street you show up and they're like oh there's already presents here that's fucking weird. I love I love the idea too of like these Santas are lawless. They will they don't give a shit. They'll show up during the Christmas Eve dinner 
just pop down the yeah. chimney like sup here's your presence Sup, like, it's me i'm real we're all real we're all real they don't abide by the like the normal laws that that this old school the yeah. old santas do these guys are ruthless now i will say this there's no santa to santa pvp contact except for the fact that you can come and just like fucking stomp all the bad presents from rogue santa or throw them away although if they get a picture of you doing that goodbye like you're done right um uh, there's no PvP combat, but there are many, 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 many things and NPC people that will kill you if given the chance. Now, I do think you get, you know how in Call of Duty, there's the um, perk you can use that lets you drop all your grenades. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, my God. Martyrdom or whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I would think there would be a perk like that in this game that you could equip and it, it would be like a late game like unlock. Mm-hmm. Where 45 you are, or something. Yeah. If you are killed by an NPC character... Um, instead of like dropping grenades, you drop your Santa title and they become Santa Claus, like a, like a Tim Allen. Oh, okay. So wait, but these are NPCs. Yeah. So they're, so, (laughs) so if you, if an NPC, this is getting fucking weird. If an NPC kills you, that is the only way that a robot can become a Santa. Yeah. And then from there, it becomes this weird thing of them, like, rolling into the existing Santa clicks, being like, sup, bros. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real Santa. And eventually, like, that's sort of the meta narrative. Just like how I think, like, uh, CCP is very hands-off with EVE Online. And they're just like, yeah, mm. just we'll let the economy unfurl. You and I have this feature in the game. Don't tell anyone. And then, like, one day we have a press release like, hey, what's up? Three years after launch, half of the player base is oh. AI and none of y'all fuckers knew. It's a fucking, like, Ho-Ho Turing test. Yes. You don't know. Also, the game is they- called Ho-Ho Turing test. That's pretty good. Um, I mean, you could also just be that, like, when you die and the NPC kills you, you take over the NPC's body. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you are, now you're controlling Tim Allen. And your other character is just fucking dead. Your other characters are just dead. And you show up to the North Pole to, like, regroup after a day, good day of delivering presents. They're like, whoa, you look like fucking 1995 Tim Allen now. It's right. Like, yeah, so it's a cr- sort of crazy the, story. The opposite of a Santa Claus situation where he's in denial about the fact that you're Santa. You're in denial about the fact that you're Tim Allen. You roll up ready for <laughs> Santa duty and they're like, you're just Tim Allen. You don't have a big, right. big beard or it's, a big, big gut. Well, it, it would also be the opposite in the Santa Claus in that Santa would fall off the roof. His spirit would leave his body and pass into Tim Allen. Tim Allen's spirit would be dragged to hell. And now all of a sudden, this is Santa Claus wearing a Tim Allen suit, which may have been what happened in the flick. Like, we don't, maybe Tim Allen, that was just like, Tim Allen was like, whoa, I don't understand. My body's changing into Santa Claus. Maybe that was just the body changing into what the spirit inhabiting the body thinks it looks like. And so he's like, I love you, son. He doesn't love him. It's really Santa Claus in there it, wearing a fucking Tim Allen suit. Tim Allen's like consciousness is in hell Holy forever. Shit. So it's kind of a, a late game Shyamalanian sort of twist to it where it's like you think you know yeah. what was happening in that movie. I love this. I love this. this is it's really not really good. Again, not really a game so much as it is like a sort, sort of, of a new interpretation a fun like edgy rereading like but the, you know how like you know how people do like interpretations do the big facebook sure, everyone in like, spongebob was dead the whole time or jack some bullshit. Was, yeah jack was a ghost in titanic the whole time this is like griffin's new thing which is that tim allen died when the santa fell off the roof and the santa became the tim allen dad man i love that and it may have still been him at home improvement like i don't know um this is a pretty good fucking this is a pretty good game so that would be one perk what other sort of santa claus customization could we get like oh. i think sack upgrades is gonna be big mm. 
Yeah, bigger. Yeah, there's obviously an inventory component because that stops the number of times you have to go back to home base, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And so maybe one one region could sort of spec in the direction of extremely tiny presence to min max their delivery, but it results in slightly less happy kids. Um, is there? Can you marry another Santa? Yeah, you can absolutely marry another Santa. Uh, and there's a whole so sort of s- child rearing mechanic where you give birth to other smaller Santas. Oh, it didn't even have to be like that. I'm talking about like in an MMO, like EverQuest, you go you go to a wedding, and like people get married in the game, and it's mm-hmm. very cool or whatever. But like in this one, it would just be like two Santa Claus get married by a Santa Claus in front of a f- fucking fifteen Santa Clauses, and there's a Santa Claus notary republic there, just like doing doing their thing. I also like the idea that at when when the when you may kiss the the husband. When they finally smooch, there's like a slash laugh command that everyone in the chat does, and it's just like fifty ho ho ho's all echoing out at the same time. That's the only emote in the game. Yeah, ho 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 is the only emote. Um, and so there's probably I like there being a magic tree and a technology tree. I don't want to get to the lodge on this. Yeah, I want to go more in sort of a uh arcanic arcana of of uh is that arcanum. Steamworks and Magic Obscura. You remember that jam? I don't know. If I don't know what it. any of the words you just said mean. Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura. It was like a oh, it was like Sierra made a Diablo game, but like good, um, mm. with like a dope ass like steampunk magic storyline. This was like forever and ever and ever ago. But there would be something like that where it'd be like you could get a fucking steam sled, or you could get one. Oh shit, this is good. Um, because now we're working some like elf style shit in there where you can get like the steam powered sleigh, right? That you go up the technology tree and suddenly you have like nuclear fission reactors or something. Or you could get one that's powered by fucking Christmas spirit. And then you gotta like get people psyched for Christmas. And if you do, that's what makes your shit run faster. So not it's, like it's, investment in your in your engines yeah. or whatever. And so like it's risky because it it on the one hand it has a higher top speed than the more mechanized sleighs. But on the other hand, if people aren't psyched for Christmas, you're not going too too fast. Yes, so I could see this being a game of 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 two like rounds, mm-hmm. well three rounds. The first would be like I think the first would just be called Advent Round, and it's just the twenty four days leading up to the big one i love that and um, these are like on the for everyone on the server this is all happening in real time right i think it's a monthly cycle i think every month is a new december round it's a new yeah. december the game it's is a called new, Dece- new De- 12 decembers dude that's new december is way better than 12 yeah. decembers but yes new december is the game every month is december uh and it plays out in real time regardless of like how many days are in the month right so february would just be like there'd be a short post game so there's the pre-game where you got to fucking prep all the presents you got to upgrade your sleigh you got to go mine for resources in the North Pole to like upgrade your shit or whatever. You got to train. You got to hire elves. You got to work on the fucking conglomerate that you've got going. You got to stake out your territory, get assigned your territory, map out your route, do all of this prep work. If you're going the fucking like spirit route and not the technology route, you got to like go to your area, get people fucking caroling, get people like in the fucking spirit, get people like psyched for it, right? Mm -hmm. Then you better turn that game on on the 25th. What are you doing? I love the idea of a game where, like, the 24th and the 25th of every month are, like, these big events. Like, there's a Twitch stream of, like, the night of happening that everyone tunes in, even people who don't play the game. One I, uh, of the first World of Warcraft expansions added this, uh, like, um, like sand desert uh, uh, raid called, uh, and I think it was called Encourage. And it was one of the first, like, new things that they added to the game. People were so fucking horny for new content. And it was I, – I remember being there and thinking, like, this is the coolest shit ever because everybody who plays this game is right here, right next to me right now. We could do this two days a month. 
of, with the, with with new December. God. Like every every month, do you, you think, know actually it's going to pop I, off been, at eight p.m. on Christmas Eve? I've been thinking about it. How about just December? I think just December is December. an awesome name for a video game. That's pretty good. Yeah, December. it can just be December. Um, and so you had Christmas twenty fourth, eight p.m. on the twenty fourth. We got to pick a, a time zone. Let's say Eastern Standard, mm-hmm. um, or daylight, depending on what time of year it is. Eight p.m. and it's fucking on. And you have guess what? You're staying up that night. Yeah, no by, sleep. No sleep. No sleep for the this sunrise raid. on on the twenty fifth. Your job is done. I gotta ask. Like, I, I think a the a big component of Eve Online is that the the vast majority of players don't have ships there's a lot of people whose job is basically just to go towards space rocks and mine them right like mm-hmm. mine them for resources is there a player class of Elf. elves who is making presents all month long in order to for your for your corp to run like a well-oiled machine like I or mean, do we want to let everyone be santa that's the question here's, I guess. here's what's up i don't think you pick elf from the start and you're elf the whole time if you are fucking impressed nick if i'm impressed with the way that you are santaing out you were number 1 on the on the uh, fucking leaderboards for uh you know east asia then i might like say like well i'm going to take a month off like trying to launch my own conglomerate here's the thing i think that, uh, most folks will do this cuz it's a lot it's basically like being a fucking guild leader and not everybody's like cut out for that so no i don't want to be santa i don't want to run my own conglomerate so i'm going to come to you and i'll be like can i work for you and you say yes and as soon as we sign the contract my fucking red hat turns green don't it and i i get and maybe i get a little bit smaller a lot smaller a lot smaller and then all of a sudden i'm running out and i'm i'm you know doing my doing my things out in the fields collecting the collecting all the resources bringing them back home working on your slave for you are you describing maybe i'm misunderstanding are you describing a situation though a game a game world in which there are millions of santas and like 15 elves no i think i'm describing a situation where i here's the thing i think if you don't do a good job if you don't like crush it on christmas day you get nothing you get fucking nothing, and guess what? Then you just played this game and worked for like a whole month, and you got nothing for it. Mm. I think it's gonna. I think you have to like, like, um, supplicate yourself and work for somebody who you think is gonna like, who who you believe in, and have some like teamwork with your other elves. Because if you try to like do this shit solo, it's gonna be just a whole lot of. Uh, a whole lot of you know work for nothing mm-hmm. i mean i think i think that is tight because it, it actually brings it back into what evil mind is about which is subservience and working for a corporation and doing a thankless boring job for the betterment yeah. of this enormous group that is something that is like a very weird unique vibe that most other video games don't don't ever touch but I think I think the monthly aspect of it is cool, and I think that also like so what we've described the first stage of the game advent second stage delivery or deliverance maybe that mm-hmm. sounds cooler third stage is like just like a fucking party like can you imagine the relief like oh i don't think God. you're allowed to i don't think you're allowed to do work from the 25th to the 28th 30th or 31st yeah or whatever. it's just I a five-day north pole fucking party fucking fiesta yeah. yeah and i think like you can go i think maybe during the time this time you can like work on your building or whatever and that's like it that's the only work you can do and it's really just to like add on to the space so that like people can come over and just fucking like chill out maybe during that phase is when you can also find a new job you can find a new gig with another different santa claus this game owns griffin this, this is a good pretty game. fucking good i like it a lot i think i would be an elf i don't think i would be in like even remotely interested in like 
being a Santa Claus. First of all, I have roughly nine minutes of game time that I can dedicate <laughs> to something a week now. Yeah. Um, that's the, well, I have nine minutes of game time and also like 14 hours of Fire Emblem Heroes time because that's, that's the game I play when I, uh, rock my son to sleep six times a day. And that's perfect because uh, it's, it's one handed. Russ told me that perfect... you got a five star, like Ellie or whatever. Dude, I've got a five star Effie. I got a fucking five star Takumi and a five star Lucina. Uh, like my team is pretty out of control right now. I'm, I am destroying PVP. Um, but we're not, to, I, don't get me started talking about a real game because you almost lost me on December here. I don't think I'd want to be a Santa Claus. I don't want that pressure on me. I just want to like pop in, chill at the, chill at like the fanciful place I work at. I would want to work with the spirit Santa too. I would not want to go down that tech tree. I'd be interested in a tech Santa personally. Yeah. Because I just think it'd be fun to see like what kind of, like if if there was like a a sort of dark ops wet work Santa with a huge budget and a ton of tech, like what? How do you how do you min max that? What kind of incredible cybernetic augmentations would a would a high level cyber, like a tech Santa have? You know that excites yeah, me. I, I guess so, but I think this is ultimately going to lead to like a conflict between spirit and technology. And then like a, a lot of our games are following that theme lately. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's just a lot of like futurism versus like um spirituality i like which I'm, I, in, I'm into that's fun i want us to sort of be like that that could be our recurring theme in our games almost like like how the steam world games are like f- sort of connected like yeah i want people to be like oh yeah that's that's what nick and griffin make they make games about the the f- battle between technology and nature yeah that's good shit december december i just i'm imagining Fucking that artsy, in a headline like it's artsy yeah it's so like i i it's so cool because my favorite thing about this is still the fact that every 24th and 25th of every month is reserved for clear us, my basically. fucking schedule. Yeah, like, clear my schedule. And it's not even all day 24th, all day 25th. I cannot stress this enough. You are going to pull a monthly all nighter <laughs> playing this game. Right. If a you good wanna, player. If, you well, if you're committed to the cause. And I just I not it doesn't just excite me that players are into it. It's like as someone who would who might not play December, I would still tune in. I would Chromecast that shit, that Twitch stream of the night of the big raid. But imagine like a. a table full of casters with a huge map of the world behind them saying who's killing it in which region it's sick but the sicker thing that you're not thinking about is that not it's not a raid not everybody's playing it's just the santa clauses yeah no elves can fucking be out there doing their fucking thing it's only the santas so you work for a santa and so you don't have to like stay up all night on on christmas eve because guess what one of the 12 months out of the year you'd literally be spending christmas eve night like fucking playing a video game but if you're the santa and you're running the spot you gotta do it and maybe you can fucking spectate and watch your santa and cheer for them yeah you get together you get a fucking discord going with your other elves that work for the santa and you get together and cheer for your dude but you're not out there it's a it's a one santa gig and you have to watch them and hope that they like that you're you put your trust in the right person and that they don't like fucking squander your 24 Holy days worth shit. of work in the advent period that is appointment television right there that's appointment television i were i played this game for fucking 45 hours this month during advent and now you fucking like you, you like tripped in, and fell off the roof and died <laughs> and died and on like the third house what the fuck yeah Oh my god! It's gonna because like you do you do that and it's calamitous. You lost like all of that time and effort that you put into it is just like gone. But not only that, like you're gonna get bumped off the rankings. You're gonna like it's it's gonna be disastrous for your guild. It's gonna fall the fuck apart. How's the, how's this high pressure situation for Santa now? You've heard like the the sort of apocryphal stories too of like Eve Online players like knocking down the power lines outside of each other's house to like 
screw them over right before a big raid and stuff like i want our game to get to that level yes absolutely the question the question is what happens when you play december in december how many people are there in the world who are willing to actually sacrifice their christmas eve and christmas day i know for a a virtual christmas eve and christmas it's a big ask it's a big ask and it's a lot to ask but it will be the most dope ass like fucking month of of the game like it will be the most buck wild like fucking exotic drops like all kinds of shit so be there be there um let's let's wrap up because uh i i'm starting to get stressed out by these lights in a very genuine way okay that could be uh, our thank, game next week yes thank you all for listening to cool games inc sorry again that we missed last week we'll we try really really hard not to do it but it was a it was a it was a, a pretty wild week so uh thank you for sticking with us uh, and thank you for listening if you could tell a friend we would appreciate it if you could leave a review on itunes it, it sounds silly and every podcast on earth probably asks you to do that but it every podcast asks you to do that because it really is helpful it makes a big um, big difference we also do uh cool games inc animations on youtube every single week so every every monday there's a new uh animated bit uh created by polygons clayton ashley uh and they're incredible the one coming out uh this monday three days from from today uh is got a lot of penises in it yeah what else is fucking new man dude it, uh, between monster factory your show carboys our show and cool games inc animated we are and back touch to the skyrim and touch the skyrim we've got four back-to-back like wing wong related pieces yeah. of content out there you I don't, don't even know what i've done to touch the skyrim bud you've been teasing it off offline for me and i'm i'm very excited um, I've had to like pick up a fucking computer science degree to understand what I've done to it and already. Anyway, okay, so let's wrap up. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem, fine.